You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. And welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Check out uh, the Edie Bellis Twitter handle or page, whatever you want to call it. It's at America's Canary, the Canary in the Compliance Coal Mine and all things related to your federal government. And you can see all the stories that we're monitoring each week, like the one that I just sent out right now, came out on January 20th, United Healthcare saying Obamacare costing it billions of dollars, Dr. Evil. Uh, that's a billion with a B, not one million. It's costing them billions. And as we break it down, they warned nearly two months ago, if you if you recall, they were not going to be doing, uh, doing um, or what did they say? Oh, they said they lost $100 million in losses previously. And according to their statements on their earnings, by mid-2016, they're going to determine whether or not they officially will continue to offer products in this in the market in 2017 and that's something that i don't think uh the lawyers that put this law together basically thought of what could possibly happen if one of these comp- insurance companies pulls out and it and it bothers me alan because they supposedly got a good deal and they have the best lobbyists and they have the bunch of people that were formal congressional staff working for them it's almost like they're kind of taking it to the American people. Or, or is this thing just that messed up? I, I can't make up my mind. Well, let's remember what Nancy Pelosi said about this thing. Nobody knew what was in it. They tell you we're going to have to vote for it before we could actually find out what was contained in it. And so not knowing beforehand what was in this thing and allowing the Secretary of Health and Hum- the Secretary of Health and Human Services the ability to basically write the law as she go went. We're talking about Kathleen Sebelius here. Of course, they're going to jump on the bandwagon early because they don't know. And now that we actually have written the law, or the administration has written the law as they see fit or as they think they see fit. Now, United Healthcare and some of these other big insurance companies are saying, this isn't what we signed up for. We're getting bent over on it. And well, and the party line at the White House is like, you're going to get uh, 30 million new customers. And the reality is they're not. No, getting, they're, and what, the people that they are getting are, are costly individuals. Right. And so what was the number we saw last week? 11 million have mm-hmm. signed up? Yeah. Where's the other 20 million that they said needed health insurance that that needed the ability to take care of that? I, I, you know, and then you saw numbers in between 40, maybe 30, 40 or 50 million. If you include the illegal immigrant population in it, where are that? Where is all of this? You know what? One fourth of the population signed up that they said needed it. Of course, they're going to lose money. Because it's a bad deal for the taxpayer. And I think also what happened is people that are healthy that probably make, well, 8 in 10 people supposedly got a subsidy that that tried for it. But I think the people that probably didn't get as much of a subsidy uh, and are younger just don't want it. Well, you're hitting my nerves this morning talking about this subject because this is exactly why uh, 
Republicans should be talking about health care reform, not talking about repeal and replace, but they should be talking about real solutions for real Americans that make a difference because these uh, solutions that we had to pass this bill before we actually found out about it, we, we, we've got it. The, the people who are running for office need to start talking about solutions and stop biting each other's heads off. Yeah. I, I think that sounds like about like a good plan to me. Do you think it'll happen, though? Hell no. Not even close to that, because if you've just seen this week alone, the attack ads in the Omaha media market come and play, because we uh, here in Omaha have the largest media market pretty much west of Des Moines, and we take care of everything west of that. If you listen to radio or you watch TV, how many times are you getting sick of the ads? Or are you getting phone calls over there in Iowa? How many times are you getting called by 11 different candidates a day? I know. Hey, by the way, uh, Matt, can you pull up a clip of my favorite can- campaign ad ever, uh, which was the Ron Paul Drain the Swamp ad? I don't know if you ever saw that one. I think yeah. That is – I wouldn't mind seeing that ad run all, all the time. Yeah, exactly. Because that, that was awesome. Let's. What's up with these sorry – yeah. Politicians, lots of bark. When it's showtime, whimpering like little Shih Tzus. You want big cuts? Ron Paul's been screaming it for years. Budget crisis, no problem. Cut a trillion bucks year one. That's trillion with a T. Department of Education, gone. Interior, energy, HUD, commerce, gone. Later, bureaucrats. That's how Ron Paul rolls. Want to drain the swamp? Ron Paul, do it. I'm Ron Paul, and I approve this message. Now that is a p- effective political ad, totally. Right now, but yeah. unfortunately, that's not what we're seeing. No, all we're seeing is uh, flip flops and everything else from every candidate talking about whatever. And there's only been maybe two candidates that are consistent in their message. And what? I'm I'm lucky I get to support one of them. What do you have over there, Matt? If you like your doctor or health care plan, you can keep it. Oh, that's just sick. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, those guys in the government knew exactly what they were doing. Because let's face it, you didn't get to keep your health insurance plan. You didn't get to keep your doctor because they knew that not every plan was going to qualify under the Affordable Care Act licensing for these plans. And you were never going to get to keep your plan. They just didn't want to tell you that, they, that you were going to lose it. Do you think they even knew? Uh, oh, yes. you really think they? Uh, or were they just they that knew. stupid? Well, let's just say that maybe there were a handful of people in the government who knew, and then the rest of them are a bunch of stupid idiots. I would say that's about right. Um, <laughs> pretty good assessment, but I just thought you should know that you know the largest healthcare insurance company and by the way there's only 3 of them now this year after yeah. last year right and yep. they're the big dog they're the alpha male yep of the group totally. the leader of the pack yep considering um seriously considering based upon their earnings looking at not doing um the uh, obamacare marketplaces I, I think they'll obviously move to promote other parts of their business mm-hmm. instead but I just think that again, that would just be like um, you, uh, United Air Airlines saying we're just not going to fly anymore. Yep, totally. And so, what would that mean? Probably less choice. Less choice and higher rates, as we've been shouting from the rooftop for over a year now.
You know what I really hate is how the seats are smaller. Like, those things are completely uncomfortable. Yeah, and if you fly on Spirit Airlines, they're like half the size of a regular seat on a regular airline. Yeah, let's just hope that uh, the government doesn't do that. Hey, when we come back, uh, we caught up with Ben Carson. Uh, Matt did, and he's going to play that for you next.